Yes, 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 ladies and gentlemen. Uh, welcome to the interview that I'm doing with Tiffany Jackson today on Say What, Say It Again. I'm your host, uh, Tyrus Ray. I'm going to go ahead and get Tiffany in here so we can go ahead and get to this, man, and go ahead, go ahead and see what she got going on. Miss Tiffany Jackson, how are you doing? I'm, I'm fine. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. I can't complain. So, Miss Tiffany, Miss Busy Lady. You are you are a very busy lady. So you're you're originally from Detroit, right? Yes. Okay, cool. So I know originally when you went to school, you went to a school in Louisiana, Louisiana, right? And then mm-hmm. you uh, later you transferred to Illinois State. Yes. What what made you want to uh what made you want to transfer from the school in Louisiana to Illinois State? Well, I have something called sickle cell anemia. So okay. um like I was struggling with it a lot of my childhood years, and so okay. um. Once I got to Grambling, it was a great experience, but the only thing was, yeah, I was at Grambling. It was awesome. It was just literally everything you see in the movies about HBCU. That's what it was. And um, I loved it there, but the weather in Louisiana is very, like, humid. Yeah, yeah, very humid, yeah. Yeah, and with sickle cell, I can't be, like, dehydrated. And so if I was dehydrated, I would have pain crisis. And while I was out there, I started to have those um, because it will always rain a lot, and, like, rain is a trigger. Mm. So um, while I was out there, I was just, you know, sick. And so my mom was just like, you know, you don't have to come home, but come closer because you're 16 hours away. If something Mm. happens, I can't get to you. So um, that's pretty much why I left. She was just like, you know, just come closer to home. But yeah. Okay, so you so you chose Illinois State. Uh, I chose yeah. I chose ISU because my dad lives in Chicago. Okay. And, okay. Like we kind of don't we don't really like have a good relationship and whatnot. But you know, as a child, um, because I live in Detroit, I always thought that our distance would was the reason why. Like was the reason why. Got you. Yeah, so when I got, I chose Illinois State because I'm like, oh, he's in Chicago, so maybe if I come here, then he would, like, start to hang out with me more and make more efforts, but, like, that didn't really happen, but I landed here somehow, and, like, I definitely feel like it was destined from God because of the things that I'm doing now, so, and yeah. I, and, I, and I would most definitely say this. I most definitely do think it was, was destined, uh, you know. I have a familiarity with with that area, uh, you know, Bloomington, Indiana. That's the the campus you went to, right? Because I know it's a it's two different campuses, but you was in the, you was at the Bloomington, Indiana one. Bloomington, Illinois. That's where I mean, I'm at right now. I, I'm sorry, Bloomington, Illinois. That's what I meant to say. Yeah, but I, I'm a little familiar with that. My wife is uh, from Peoria. I don't know if you ever heard. Oh, of okay. Her. But yeah, she, that's she's like from Peoria. Years. Yeah, she's from Peoria, Illinois. We usually go about two times a year, so oh, okay. uh, that's why I'm somewhat familiar with the area and she. I even did a little research with her last night. I'm like, well, where's Bloomington, uh, Illinois? And, and where's this? And she's like, oh, this is this far and this is that far. So, you know, yeah. Uh, so, so, yeah, so, you know, it was a little, little cool. But I just want to tell some of the people what you've accomplished uh, since you've been at Illinois State University. Um, well, we'll, we'll start with what you did. Like I said, your senior, you realized that that there was that the media outlet that you're working for, divided. The, the the um, yeah, the mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I said it wrong. No, you good. You good. I pronounce a, a thousand things wrong. I no, it's okay. I just but, uh, yeah, but uh, like you said, you're working for them, and it, it's a great, great media outlet. But you realize that it didn't. Uh, that a lot of times, pe- uh, people of color aren't depicted always in the right light, mm-hmm. and a lot of the negative things that we do are depicted. And unless it's a uh, crime, uh, your entertainer, such as an actor, comedian, whatever, or an athlete that 
we're not really being depicted in the right way. So, you know, unlike most people that usually just say, oh, this isn't right. That isn't right. You, Miss Tiffany, uh, decided to to do something about it. And, you know, I most definitely want to applaud you for that, because a lot of people just would have said, you know what? They ain't, they, you know, they ain't got the, the, this and they ain't got that. But, you know, I'm going to do this and that. And one of the uh, interesting things, because it was it was a whole article written about this. And uh, I'll share the article uh, after the show. I'll share the article in the comments. So if anybody wants to wants to read the article, they can. But uh, one of the interesting things I really read in the article, what you were saying, that when uh, that people of color go to PWIs, that a lot of um, you said that they're the cultural resources. They don't know where to find some of them, such as someone to do their hair. You know, like I know I, I, I'm a, I, I'm in, I do a clubhouse group with a lot of people and they're from Detroit. And, you know, we were kind of like talking about food back and forth. And mm-hmm. uh, a lot of the food I was naming, they didn't know what the heck I was talking about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? Because it, it's yeah. so different. Yeah. And I think that's the one thing I know most people don't think of that it's so different. And in, in, uh, like, I know probably going from Detroit to, to Grambling. Probably was, you know, it's different for you. Not only, like you said, the weather because it's so humid, but it's just probably different in general. It you was know, so, food. Yeah, it's, it's a yeah. Yeah, great culture. It was definitely different. Definitely different. Just because, like, I'm from, you know, the Midwest, leave Detroit, you know, it's not, we don't really know mm-hmm. much about the South. And so me coming from, like, there all the way to down South where they have accents, they have Southern hospitality, you know, in Detroit or in Chicago, it's like, you see people, if you don't know somebody, then you just don't speak, you know, type thing. Yeah, when you yeah you're right. South, when you go down South, they, who are you? Like, you know, you my, you my niece now or whatever. And so it's like, it's very nice. I loved it there. So, yeah. Yeah, those two things are very different. So, with that being said, how hard was it to start your own your own media outlet or your own newspaper or whatever you want, however you want to? Yeah, it, it was. My goodness, um, honestly, it was definitely a journey. A, a definitely a journey. Um, it was something I had to be very courageous to do because it's like you don't have anybody like in history that you can say, okay, how did they do this? Like, some, nobody's ever, from what I know, nobody's ever created a, a media collegiate news outlet for Black students, for minority students on, like, predominantly white campuses. So it was very hard to figure out what's the blueprint for this and how do I make it happen? Um, but, like, after I just networked within the community, I began to just really realize it was a problem for us because, like I said, not all hair salons specialize in black hair. And so, yeah. you know, that kind of has an effect on if we can't get the resources that we need to keep us ourselves up, it has an effect on our self-image and how other people see it. And so it's just like, that's not a way to grow us. Like, and, um, just also like... A, the generation behind me can't see, um, they're not going to be able to see that they can be something beyond the stereotypes if, you know, they don't see it in the media. The media is the TV, the radios, that's what we hear all day. And so why not influence the next generation through that channel? Um, so I, I basically took what I learned from the vedette. And after I worked at the vedette, um, I just, my experience at the vedette was very, like, unique. Um, while I was there, it was a nice, it was okay, but I didn't feel very, like, welcome. I felt kind of isolated, and I felt like it was very cliquish there. Okay. Like, 
you know, just whenever I would voice ideas, I didn't feel like they were always, you know, accepted well. And so, um, anyways, I started bringing more, um, bringing more pictures of excellence to the media. Like I started um, writing articles about our Divine Nine organizations, our student organizations, our Black Student Union, stuff like that to the paper. And everybody was just like, Tiffany, like, we didn't even know we had all this stuff on campus. The black students who were coming here didn't know that they had a black student union or, you know, the Greeks and whatnot. And so I pretty much educated them on that. And they were very supportive. And everybody um, was telling me that I should apply for an executive position. And so I told them, like, and I started, I saw an article for the Vedettes. Um, they were hiring for an editor in chief. And I said, okay, well, let me just try it yeah well i applied and so during my interview they asked me like what would i do with the position and so i was very honest i'm very unapologetic i told them that you know when a person of color walks into a newsroom like this we don't see anybody else who looks like us it's very intense it feels like we're very you know isolated and that's not a comfortable atmosphere if your school is claiming to be diverse then it needs to live up to that in all aspects including media and so um, I just told them that one of my goals during that position would be to hire more students of color so that they can reflect in, reflect in the newsroom. And me and the person who interviewed my, who interviewed me, um, I, we just didn't have visions a lot, visions that aligned. And um, I don't really know. I just felt like I just didn't get the position or whatever. They didn't give me the position, but they asked me to come back and stay as a reporter. And so I was just like, eh, if you don't believe in my vision, then why would I continue working? Yeah. So my mom always told me, like, if you see a problem, don't complain about it. Complaints don't do anything. Like, there are two types of people in this world, people who complain and they just sit. And then there's people who complain and they find a way to act, you know. And so she was just telling me to be the change that I want to see. Um, and so create a solution. And so I just took that summer after I left the vedette. I said, okay, I'm going to learn graphic design. I'm going to take the dedicated time to learning um, how to be a better reporter, how to ask better questions, you know, just really develop my craft. And so um, I pretty much educated myself on like PowerPoints and, you know, publisher and stuff like that, Microsoft Office products. And I just taught myself like just how to like design stuff. And so I put a format together. It was very like sloppy, um, but I would showcase like four entrepreneurs a week. Um, another thing was like, I had a very good connection with the community because uh, like I said, I, I had a lot of interviews with the Divine Nine organization. Okay. And so everybody was very supportive of what I was doing. Um, and so I had this format where I would showcase four different entrepreneurs each week. And then other people started asking me, how can they join? Like, they want to be able to help me because they love, like, how hard I was going for it. And um, started with just me, my photographer. Um, and then it grew to three students now. So I'm training 30 other um, students on campus on how to journalism yeah that that that's crazy because i was looking at you know you created it in 2017 you and uh i don't know how to pronounce his name you want to pronounce no it? deal yeah no, no deal okay yeah i, mm -hmm. I didn't want to mess up mess up a third name i'm just no. messing up. <laughs> but yeah and so in 2018 you actually it, you got it as a as a rso and for anybody that doesn't know what rso is that's a 
registered student organization. That's a, mm -hmm. that's a pretty big deal. So, I mean, uh, most definitely applaud you on that. So, y'all got that going. So, also, you, uh, you, you've you interned for Angela Rye, too, right? Yes. Oh, my goodness. Yes. So, like, Angela, um, she she was just amazing. She came to ISU for a uh, our Martin Luther King dinner, and we always have a special guest each year, and she came as our special guest for the year. And... Um, I just had other, I just had other organizations that were telling me like you should try to talk to her because she was my, she was the person that I always watched when I was younger. Like I was my girl, you know, the person yeah. who I was like. And so um, WGLT, which is the station that I work for, um, they were just like. I told my boss, like, I really want to interview her. And my boss, he he loves me. He's always so supportive. And he's like, I'm going to get you that interview. And so he allowed me to go to this press, um, like, this press conference part of this event that Angela was speaking at. She was speaking with a small gathering of people. And then she was going to speak with a large gathering later mm -hmm. that night. And so um, he got me tickets to go to the, the first one, you know, the private one. And so uh, while she started asking, um, she had like a section where she would give her speech and then afterwards she called on the press to ask a question. And so um, what, it was my turn. They, she saw me because I was like the only black reporter there. And so while we were in the crowd, you know, waiting for everybody to ask her questions, she finally called on me. And I really educated myself on her. Like I discovered her history and stuff like that. So the question I asked her, when I asked her my question, she was like, how did you even know that? Okay, Miss In Investigative Reporter. And then I was, then everybody just started clapping and like, um, she was like, see me after this. Like, I want to talk okay. to you. And so, dope. yeah. So, yeah. So, like, I was from there. She talked to me afterwards. And then um, we had to like, um, I forgot what I was doing. I think I was just sitting down at the table in the big one afterwards. And she started asking people if they had any questions. And so I took the opportunity to ask another question. Like, and so I went up there to the microphone and I asked her another question. And she was like, she was like, Tiffany is one hell of a journalist. She said it's like in front of like 400 people. So like, Tiffany is one hell of a journalist. I'm going to, um, she's going to work for me soon. And I'm just like, okay. And so afterwards she offered me the internship. She was just like, I want you to work for me. I need you to apply. I had my interview and just everything went well. And I've been working for her since that summer. I mean, since the summer of 2019. Um, well, the spring to summer of 2019. And then once I, my internship was supposed to end that summer, but she asked me to come back and be a leader on her newest campaign. And so now I'm doing that with her. Um, oh, that's that's so. So how is working for her been? Because she, oh, she, she awesome? seems like such an amazing woman. I've seen her on Breakfast Club yes. a couple of times. She just seems like such a such a great person. Uh, so you say you said working for her is awesome. You like it? Yes, I love it. Yes, I'm actually um, about to stop because I have like other internship, you know, opportunities and whatnot. Mm -hmm. But she's definitely working with her was so awesome. She. It's literally how you see her on The Breakfast Club, like how funny and unapologetic she is on there. Mm -hmm. That's literally how she is. Us. And she treats us like her baby. So it's pretty cool. So I also seen on there, too, and something I, I thought that was interesting, which is, I think is a good idea that you that uh, that you that you were thinking that you could use uh, the Honest Connect, which is that's what her uh, where her media outlet is called. 
that you you can use the, the Honest Connect as a blueprint for a couple of other uh, universities. And I thought that was a, that was a pretty good idea. So, like with the Honest Connect, is that the is that the probably end game for that to get it to kind of franchise it and get it to a bunch of different universities, or, or what's your what's your end goal with that? Yeah, so my end goal is definitely to okay. So I want to be like how Oprah. She has mm-hmm. Oprah. She has Oprah Radio, Oprah Magazine, Oprah Television Network. I mm-hmm. want to have the exact same thing, but on a collegiate level. And okay. so, like, it'll be pretty much like one of the biggest media conglomerates before collegiate, you know, university. Instead of just you know local community and, and state news, you'll finally see something that's for college students. And gotcha. college students of color, um, because there's always going to be a school like a predominantly white institution that has a community of people that feel silenced or doesn't feel included. And so we need to still be able to give them a source to see themselves in excellence. So that's why I created audience. Well, that's 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 a great ideal. And I and I, I believe that you will get that that you would get that done. I mean, look at what you've done so far. I mean, since 2017, it's only three years. And I mean, like you said, you already have 30 employees, you know, you're interning for, uh, for Angela Rye. You also, you have the, the W was it WGLT? No, WGLT. I'm sorry. 89.1 uh, FM. So, so how, how you like a WG, how do you like a WGLT? I love it. Like I, I absolutely love it. Um, yeah. While I was doing my stuff after Onyx, I launched Onyx in the fall of 2018 so once like it started getting attention for a lot of people from a lot of people um because it was solely just me now not connected to the vet it was just mm-hmm. myself and um yeah everybody was just like definitely supportive um i'm trying to think uh, could you ask me the question one more time sorry oh no the, the question the, the uh the question for for that was you oh, know just, GLT. Just, yeah glt yeah Yes. Okay. I'm so sorry. I lost my, my track. No, you, you're fine. Um, you're fine. No, but yeah, WGLT reached out to me after they saw the attraction I was getting from for Onyx when I was solely, okay. the, you know, doing things by myself. And so, um, my boss, my boss Ryan Denham, he was asking me like, "What would you, you know, what would what would we need to do in order to get you to come to WGLT?" And I just told him like, "I want to be able to bring." you know, more black faces, more representation for people of color for me to work there because I'm not getting into the media industry to white to write whitewash stories. Like I don't want to write about a community like, you know, I just want to be able to solve a problem in media. I don't want to just be a regular reporter. And so um he was all for it. Like he was just like, I'm down for it. And it really surprised me because, you know, as a as a black girl, like I just, when I was younger, I didn't really have this, you know, awakening to being around different demographics. I was just, you know, with my people. And so yeah. I didn't have like a very good view of people, of, of white people at one point. But when I met him and he started just being so supportive of me, you know, it just made me feel, feel like, okay, things happen in history. Um, but, you know, I can, you know, look past that and just, you know, you know, move on from that. And so he kind of just opened my eyes to the whole idea of, you know, talking to other people that don't look like me and just being open to network with them. But he was, just, so, he was genuine and com- he made you feel comfortable pretty much. Yes, so literally. I, I, I get exactly what you're saying. So as far as, uh, you know, I, I know you talked about your goal with Honest Connect. What other goals do you have have for your career? Like is uh, reporting something you want to do? You want to run a news station? Like what 
what would probably be in a perfect situation? What would be perfect for you? Oh, okay. See, I don't have it all figured out. Let me tell you what is, what's on my mind. <laughs> all right, go ahead. Give it to me okay. on your mind. So if I had the just free will to do anything I wanted to mm -hmm. do, it would be to go to different schools across the country. Like, you know, since I'm at Illinois State, maybe it would be ideal for me to start in Illinois because my mm -hmm. legacy are here and so i was i would go to illinois, to university of illinois to DePaul, to different schools like that and be like a consultant teach them have meetings with them teach them what's what's all needed to have onyx there how many reporters they need how many photographers you know what what's all the guidelines to get into onyx and um how to make it fruitful and whatnot so i would just like that would be my dream career is being able to go to these different schools and having meetings with them to pretty much get them to believe in my dream and invest in my dream um and so yeah that would be ideally what i want to do and just like i said climb my way up so that i could um have the media conglomerate like have the tv network for college students, the radio station for college students, and the magazine. Um, so yeah. Okay, Oprah, Oprah Junior, I got you. We will most <laughs> definitely be on the lookout for that. Another thing I want to congratulate you on is you were named Innovator of the Year by the Association of Women in Communications. That's that's a that's a big deal. How did that how did that come about? The the, the Innovator of the Year for, for uh, Onyx or for a lot of different other things or. Yeah, it was definitely, it was for Onyx and just for like my role in the community. Um, I just, with like I said, with the radio station, my goal as a reporter is to shed light on black faces and on people of color. And so I brought a lot of, you know, events and things that people didn't know about our community to the light. And so like, I have a really close relationship with the NAACP, the local NAACP, different organizations out here. And so, um, yeah, it was just for my work in the community and for Onyx and whatnot. Thank you. And, and for any young people that's out here listening, man, I hope y'all can most definitely uh, listen to what Tiffany's saying and following her, her footsteps. She didn't like something uh, that was going on and she took the necessary steps to make her own path. Like you said, you went and uh, you interviewed for the, for the director position at, uh, at, at the Vedette. And, uh, mm -hmm. you know, they didn't want to hire you. So, you know, you said well, they wanted to bring you back as a, a reporter. So you say, you know what, bump that. I'm going to just start my own thing. And I, I think that's, I think that's so dope. And I think that's just, I think we need to, we need to celebrate people like you more often, most definitely. And uh, I think that's such a great thing, but you know, I, I really do wish you the the best the best of success in your career. I'm pretty sure we will cross paths again. Like I say, you know, I'll be uh inboxing you on LinkedIn, bothering you and stuff like that. And hey. uh so go ahead, tell the people where they could where they could find you at if they want to get up with you. Uh go ahead and plug your your social medias. I know you're a busy lady. Yeah, yeah. Well, they can um I mean I have Twitter. My Twitter is underscore smiles with five S's at the end. Hold on, let me see. Underscore. I'm not yeah, underscore. Uh, mm -hmm. And it's five, five S's. Mm -hmm. And then uh, it's the same thing for my Instagram as well. Okay, this is her Twitter. That's Twitter and Instagram. And Instagram, okay, gotcha. And then, then like Tiffany Jackson on Facebook. Um, and then Onyx. Onyx is social media. It's underscore um, the Onyx Connect, the ISU. That's uh, underscore... Underscore the Onyx Connect on 
we gotta get we gotta make sure we get her get her followers up, man, so we can shed more light on what uh, Tiffany has going on. Like she said, it's Tiffany Jackson. That's Tiffany with an I on the end. Yes. The honest connect. That's Twitter. Okay, cool. Got it. Yep. So most definitely, I know. Uh, so, so how much do you? I, I want to ask you this before we go. How much do you I'm, watch sports? Do you watch sports or sports? <laughs> so yeah. So my mom, she went to um, Michigan State. And um, she's super, like, sports crazy. And so when I was younger, she kind of took me to sports bars and whatnot and, like, had me watching football and basketball. Um, so I watch, like, basketball. But, okay. yeah. Because I, I asked because one, one of the guys on my show, he said, you know, we got to get her to come on the show. And I know me and you had that, me and you had that conversation before. You know, we could have who's, – who's your favorite player, though? Giannis. I love Giannis. Giannis. Oh, okay, Giannis. That makes I sense, love Giannis. Yeah, I like Giannis a lot, and I also used to like Paul Gasol when he was with the um, Lakers. With the, with the Lakers, okay, I'll give you to see. I, I like the Lakers too. So yeah, Paul Gasol, pretty yeah. good. He's he's retired now, or well, at least he needs to retire. Yeah. Uh, either either or, I don't know. But uh, yeah, Giannis, Giannis, pretty cool. Giannis, Giannis played pretty good. You you been able to follow any basketball this year, or do you like a you watch a women's basketball? Uh, I like. I mean, I like Vogue, but I, I like the um, I like the NBA a lot. So, like, I like Kobe, right? I him and, like, you know, the legend. So, yeah. I, I'm still getting educated on it. I can play 2K, though. Oh, so, you can play 2K? I, need, I, might, yeah. I might see one of the guys on the show. He, he talking junk about you liking the Lakers, but uh, <laughs> I, I, might need you, I might need you to uh, whoop him up in, in, in 2K. So, All yeah. right. I'm for it. <laughs> most definitely, most definitely. Well, Tiffany, like I said, it was it was great talking with you. It was great chatting with you. Like I said, I know you're busy. You got class. You got a, a whole media outlet. Don't. Uh, yeah. We Thank most definitely you. appreciate you coming, coming, talking with us. And do you have a I favorite sports? Do you have a favorite sports like, team? I know you have a favorite, uh, to be honest, but do you have a favorite sports team? You like uh, uh, hmm. the Pistons? I'm gonna say, uh, I'm gonna say, um, no Pistons. Wow. I mean, Piss is okay, but I wouldn't say it's my favorite sports team. I would say, like I said, I love Giannis. I like, so I guess I like the books, and I like um, OKC. I like, uh, okay. oh my gosh, it's a few. I can write them okay. down. It's we got you. Hey, look, she she busy, ladies and gentlemen. She it, it's all good. We gonna somebody like her. We we can allow her not to, you know, but. We appreciate it, like you said. OKC, Milwaukee, said somebody else. I forgot that. Yeah, group. I'm gonna say the Rock, the Rockets too. Oh, Rockets, the Rockets. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, my boy John Wall down there. Sorry, man. You know, like I said, I, I posted uh, Tiffany's uh, social medias down below. Make sure y'all y'all follow her, show her some love, especially the honest, uh, the honest connect. And then I will post her articles on the thread, so that way y'all could go back and y'all could just check her article out and just read it, man. And like like she said, man, you know, she has some. She also has some uh, very interesting articles on LinkedIn uh, that she wrote for the WGLT. So, you know, just, just check her out, read it, and just let her know what you think, man. You know, just let her know. Shout her out. All right, thank Tiffany, you. I appreciate you for coming on. Okay, thank you so much for the opportunity. I will oh, definitely, definitely share. Definitely. <laughs> okay, thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, thank and, I, and I'll, send you the, uh, I'll send you the hard copy of this, too, so you can have it to email, okay? Okay, so. All right. Thank you. All right, you enjoy. Bye. All right.